Alright, yo guys, welcome back to another episode of the QMS podcast. Uh, today we are joined by a special guest. Um, the name is Mark. Met him when I was back in America for camp. Um, so yeah, Mark, introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? I'm Mark. Um, from the states, uh, New York City. You know what's up? What's popping? Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, yeah. I met Quincy at camp. I work at this organization for like. I've been doing, uh, I did about six years there. It's my 14th summer with them. I've been there since I was a little kid and everything. So it's an honor to to meet him and, and then meet everybody here and then to talk to some of y'all. But um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. New York, born and raised. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. Let's get into it. And that's uh, what yeah. I like about a podcast. I feel like like you're, I feel like, so, well, the way that a lot of people see it is like you're just kind of listening. They have those talk shows where it's like a podcast type of vibe, but like sometimes when you're just listening, it does take a lot to die, like to digest. And uh, I was talking to Quincy, like the reason why we brought it up is because um, when we were headed back to like where we stayed at the camp, I was like, you know, I, I was trying to like, I like to work on a lot of things. Like I like to have like, you know, I work on music. I like to work on like podcasts. I like to work on like. Uh, entrepreneur type stuff like coming up with like you know ideas for like a clothing line I like to do like keep myself a lot of busy and try to like because one of these things is going to pop off whether like a lot of people say don't divide your attention up so so much but for me it's like I'll spend time doing so many things um and then hopefully one of them will pop off and and so in this sense like like I'm just kind of excited to like do this with y'all because I I had the idea of like a podcast as well and that's when he was like yo you can hop on ours and everything like that I was like that's amazing because I'm learning so much um so and just having that talk does give me a lot to digest and it is kind of a healthy thing to kind of even even if this reaches like 10 people 20 people 100 people like it's more healthier than for me um and for all of us um than it is to kind of the importance of meeting so many people or anything like that and you know whether it's like two people listening or six people listening those six like really needed it or something like that you might not listen this guy this guy really does like this guy does everything this guy sells fish it's crazy Wait, what he's fish. <laughs> it's crazy yeah is i respect it man yeah, I have that's uh, crazy like business. I sell like uh like like fish from all over the world, like like Nemo's Dories. That's the way I explain it to people because they don't really know <laughs> like Nemo's. Oh, okay, fish. I sell like oh, no, nah, that's fire, man. That's fire. How do you even start doing that? Yeah. I it was a hobby and and I just kept spent I spent a lot like in the saltwater hobby like you spend a lot of money because like things can die, things can go like sideways and stuff like that. It's basically being a marine biologist without a degree um so like i would just spend a lot of money and then i went to this this one dude who for us like he's in new york but he's like north of like queens and all the boroughs and stuff he's in the bronx but he opened up a store and i I started going in to support him because i love supporting like small business and and stuff like that and any any of my friends are like you know let's say their clothing line or something like that even if it's like you know twenty dollars or something like that i'll send it their way and give me something so anyways i was to support him and I'm buying a lot from him and he knows that. And he's like, yo, like this has to go from being a hobby to like kind of more like a of a business for you. Like and that was one of the realest things he could have ever said to me, because like right now he's my only competitor mm-hmm. and he's actually going out of business in New York because he moved to Dallas. But like 
for him to kind of put me on like that to, to maybe come to a realization that like yo like you're spending you're dumping a lot of money into this why not you know because the core will grow out so like if you buy a small piece like this in like a month it'll be like that and then a year it'll be like you know like this so you can cut them up and they do feel like the pain or whatever but you know you use healing solutions and stuff and it's not like a pain where they're screaming but it's a pain where like you know they're, they're literally getting cut um it's so precise to a point that you have to use like a diamond blade saw to cut through them um so like yeah so just him putting me on like yo like you're dumping mad money and i appreciate like he's like i appreciate the money and stuff like that but to a certain point you could cut this again and sell this and then do that and i'm like you know what this that's true like i could um do this to a certain extent and then he his prices started going up on like everything because he was like the dude for like all cheap stuff and i'm like and I would ask him, like, yo, I've been coming to you for a long time. Like, can I get a discount? Or something? He'd be like, nah, there's nothing I could do because with the overhead from the store and stuff like that. I'm like, there's got to be a way that I can do this better. And that's how I really just started into it. Just looking. I just sat online, went to different pet stores, asked them, like, yo, like, how do you get your stuff? And some of them will tell you. Some of them will give you the cold shoulder because they don't want you to know. Mm. But um, it's really like a small it's, – it's really like a white – in here, predominantly white-owned business – like, I'd be going to shows, and it'd just be all white people and everything, and it's like, damn, they're looking at me. Like, every time I go to a show, it's like, they're looking at me, what he got. You know what I'm saying? They don't look at each other, but they're looking at me, like, yo, what what is this dude bringing? And I sell out. Like, I go in there, like, I'm scared as hell, like, because, you know, I'm the only color person there. It's like, I'm breaking through, like, a whole different industry. But people come to me, and like, yo, I'll be, be buying every. they be buying everything, um, I mean, I mean, stuff I don't even want to sell that look bad. They'd be like, let me get it. I could take it off your hands, this, this, and that. And I'm like, cool. Like, And I do great for myself. Like, I had a dude next to me. He's like the same age as me. Um, and he was type jealous because I was getting all the customers. And it's just like, it's just this type of feel where it's like, it's kind of scary because it's owned by like, um, kind of like, it's basically predominantly white. And then especially when I dive in, like, so I'm opening a store, but the fish only gets me about like, or like 1k or 2k a month and the overhead is about like 2300 so i'm like how can i make that easier for myself and kind of bring in revenue for myself because i could break even every month but what's the point of doing it you know what i'm saying so um then i, I have i went into like breeding birds so like i have like macaws i have like african greys i got all these different types of <laughs> bro this is nuts <laughs> this is nuts and it's crazy because it, it, the nuts thing about it too is like like it's like if you go on youtube like how to breed birds like there's nothing on youtube mm. like like what i found on youtube was how to build like a breeding box for like the birds but i'm I'm watching him build this box and i'm like okay this is how i have to do it so it's like even the bird business is even like even more secluded because it's a lucrative business like one bird could go like from anywhere from two to like 4k on one egg and then like and then you, like my birds like so they haven't laid anything yet, but because I haven't set it up in the way that they needed to be set up, but she'll lay like six eggs. So a few times, like four times six, it's like 24K just on one breeding kind of year. Um, some birds breed like three times a year. So anyway, it's just so like lucrative that no one wants you to know how to kind of do it. So you have to know somebody, you have to go around, ask questions, you have to like look it up online, do mad research. Like you, it's such a, it's a business that's very lucrative, but no one wants you to know that it's lucrative and so like that's why i kind of like take pride in it because like i'm a person of color like i'm breaking ground on somewhere i'm not supposed to be in um 
and so how can I share that with the rest of the world? So as soon as I open up my store, like, um, so I'm starting like September 1st, um, as soon as I open it up, it's like, I'm doing YouTube. Like, here's how you do, I'm about to like blow this whole shit up. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, it's not, it's not kind of right that they hold all those secrets to themselves. Um, but yeah, that's just what I do over here. Like, I'm nothing crazy. <laughs> 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 bro, Eddie, there's nothing crazy. He said nothing crazy, man. What the hell? Bro, oh, that's man. the most unique thing I've ever heard in my life. That's literally the most unique thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, nah, bro, America, they're different breeds of it. Like, they just, they bro. do everything over there. Over Jeez, here, that is fire. Fun. That is fire. It's lit. It's so lit. So wait, do you, fish. do you think you're always going to be doing like, doing like so many different things? Because you, what's it called? You're also a mechanic kind of, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, so I do. I fix cars and... I do less mechanics, more body work, um, because, okay, like, yeah, yeah, you said. yeah, it's like, like, on my car, I'm a full-on mechanic, like, I do whatever I gotta do to my car to make sure it works and make sure it's fun, but when you get into other people's cars, it's like, the neighborhood that I'm in, it's like, they like to say, oh, well, since you was touching my car, this doesn't work now, so it's a lot of liability, um, but I love working on people's cars, like, I just love the mechanics of it, I like, I don't like, fix. I, we fix dents and everything like that over there, so it's called body work. Um, I don't like fi- fixing the cosmetics of the car because it's just a lot more like actual like skill. Um, you have to like you know like use you have to sand everything down like it literally like at the end of the day like my muscles are mad sore and everything because I have to literally do it like manually. Body work is like okay I take off one part put on another part and it works. It's like literally like Legos, but um, in terms of body work it's like that. So yeah I do that too. So do you plan to like keep on the thing of like doing so many different things all at once? Or is it like, do you feel like at some point you're going to just maybe stick to one thing? I don't know. You saw me. Yeah, I feel like um, some things I do cut out, like like the music. I, I think I started that, stopped that my second year in college because it was just like it it you it took so much time away from me. And like I was doing so many other things. Um, so I feel like there is like things that I'm going to cut out here and there. Um, but I feel like the kind of path that I'm headed on is to. Um, is to own a lot of businesses is to you know I'm headed to law school so um, a lot of the conversations I have now with like my uncle with like my dad is like if this pet store takes off there's no really reason for me to go to law school you know what I'm saying but and that's not what they're saying to me but that's like the kind of mind frame that they feel I'm having and it's true because like if this takes off why am I gonna go spend 28k a year for three years when I'm making I'm making enough money on this stuff like with them like to hold myself up, um, and so that's their concern is like um, if 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 this pops off will I still continue my law school dream and I'm like um, yeah I'm still gonna continue it like whether slowly but surely I'm still gonna head that way, um, and so with law school and then this and then with the the body shop like um, things are kind of like taking up more of my time but. Um, I do feel like in the future, when I have my law degree, I'll still have these bins. Like my law degree is just there to like pay, keep on the lights and stuff like that. Like take on a, because I want to be a public defender, so I work with the state and I pick up cases as there are. And there's a bunch of cases like people getting arrested like every day, like people getting tried like every day. Like the literally the list to like, like take a court. Like right now, if I were like to sue like the corner store, I would have to wait like three months because like a three month wait for all the court dates. So like there's always gonna be like um, cases there, so that's why I'm like I'm like okay I'll be a lawyer just to keep the lights on and stuff and have these ventures where I can do so much you know, um, so I do think it'll continue, 
Um, but I do think a lot of things, I won't be doing eight things at once. It'll cut down to like five and then it'll cut down to three. And then as I'm more successful with those three, it'll go back up to five and then go back up, you know, so. Um, what's it called? How do you, what are the people at home, uh, sorry, the people listening would want to know, how do you keep on top of everything? Because like, that's a lot. And it's not like a thing where it's just you invest a few hours in it a week. It's like a lot of these things are doing are hands on. You have to leave your house and actually go and do this. So it's like. How do you, how do you, do you have like a schedule? Are you flexible with it? How do you keep on top of all of those things? Um, I feel like sometimes it's like a list. I have like a list in my head, like an ongoing list where like this needs to get done, this needs to get done, that needs to get done. Um, but a lot of times I'm not going to lie, like I feel like I'm so ahead that I feel like I can kind of slack off a little bit. And it's a toxic trait because like I know right now, like I have about like, what, like four or five fish tanks downstairs that need to get those water changes done. So I have to change the water to make sure that the water is healthy, that, the, you know, there's stuff like that. And, you know, it still hasn't been done. And I've been home for like, I don't know, it's been like, what, like three days, four days. Um, so I feel like sometimes I do have this trait where it's like I'm so I'm so far ahead. I'm so like determined and I'm pushing myself so much that I I, I deserve to get some slack and to kind of like pull back and relax, relax a little bit and. And whatever losses I take, I'll I'll ride with it, you know. Like um, like like I'm not gonna lie. Like um, when I went to camp, coming back from camp, I lost about like three fish. Like one of them I bought for like let's say fifty six dollars, and the retail value on that was like two hundred. Um, and I lost that one because like no one's here to kind of take care of the business for me. Um, so and and it hurt a little bit because I'm like, damn, that's that's money that I kind of lost. But the way that I see it is like. I need to recoup from that. Like, how do I bounce back from that? Um, but because, like, the rest of the business is still kind of still flourishing, is still there, I'm okay with that kind of loss because, like, it wasn't, like, a major hit to me. And it's kind of, like, kind of, I, I want to curse, but it's kind of, like, messed up to say because that's a life, you know? But it was kind of out of my control, half in my control, half out of my control um, because I was working upstate and, you know, we were doing this, this, and I couldn't be two places at once. Um but so I do just make a list in my head like, yo, and I know I know myself what I have to do, but I also know that I like to slack off. I like to be like, well, I'll kick this to the next hour, like or I'll do this later and that later comes. And then it's like, OK, I'll push it back even more. So um, it's not a bunch of responsibility. Like it it's really it seems like I'm doing great. Like I have a lot of these things, but there's times where I like, go, oh, I don't want to go to work today. Like and and I have that kind of leniency to kind of not choose to go to work. Um like and I and I set myself up in positions to where like so I work with Amazon and I do the flex option. Before I was doing the, the twelve hour shifts like three days a week and busting that out, busting that out, working that and I'm like, why am I working myself so hard? I don't this is not the life I want for myself. So I do have the 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 you know, the for, I'm fortunate enough to have a house where like, you know, my mom and dad pay the mortgage on and stuff like where I have like a kind of like a safety net. Um but I do set myself up positions where, like, I can go to work when I want to. I could take four hours today and not work the rest of the week. Or I could work 35 hours this week and work zero hours next week. Or I could go to the shop. I take clientele. Like, um, so I do detailing on the cars, like, you know, cleaning cars, um, like vacuuming and and shining, waxing and everything like that. But I take that on a clientele basis um, to where, like, hey, like, I'll see you next week saturday and then i'm going next week saturday so i do things in a way that kind of like work towards myself and that's a privilege 
because I say that to everyone, like, why don't you make your life easier and do it like this, the way that I do it? And a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people, you know, got to meet certain things and stuff like that. So I think the reason why I'm able to do stuff and schedule stuff how I want it to be scheduled is because I have privilege. Um, and that's kind of something I'm open up about myself as a man, like, like noticing that I do have privilege. Yes, I'm a person of color and I don't have the, the most maximum privilege that a man can have. But there is some privilege there. Um, I'm privileged to have, you know, men in my life who um, own businesses, who have these good jobs, who have these knowledge, who have these experiences that could pass on to me so that way I don't make the same mistakes. You know, and I know that's not the same everywhere. Um, so a lot of my fortune and a lot of my success kind of comes from those who are before me. Um, so it's not just a testament to like, hey, I'm 22, I'm a business owner, I'm a college graduate. Like all of that is because of what had led before me um, and what will continue to lead after me. Like I said, like, you know, having a kid, like having a family, like whether it's a son or a daughter, like they're going to continue what I have and be more than that. Um, so. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to flaunt like it's it's fun to flaunt like, hey, I'm doing this, this and that. But it's not because I'm good at it. It's not because I think it's just I'm able to take those risks and stuff like that. Yeah. Hold on. What is what is birds in the background? Yeah. So I so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the female one. I had her for 18 years. Like she literally grew up with me. I had it since I was like five or something like that. Mm. Um, or I don't know how old I was. So I recently got her a mate because there was one in the store. I went to a pet shop and there was a male there. And he was like, yo, like somebody just dropped this bird off. And at that time, it was very quiet. Like you hear it now, right? At the pet store, when we went to go look at it, it literally turned around, like turned his back and looked the other way. Mad quiet, (laughs) nothing like that. I bring it home and like he meets the other bird and he's like so comfortable. He's mad loud. But that's they're the mate. So I can't really do anything. He's just protective of her. And then when he does get really loud, he wants something, whether he wants new water or new food. He just gets really loud or new people. He, he doesn't like new people. Um, He like yells. Be, he's loud. Like I had guests come over and he was like really loud. And I was like, I apologize. Like he likes to just intimidate people or something like that. But uh, yeah, that's them. I keep some at the crib. Like, what are some passions that I feel like a lot of questions? Because I feel like when I have, when I do things with like people like Quincy, when he came, I think like Q was like 26. I didn't know that. I'm thinking he's my age. You, I thought he was like my age. And you're like 19, I'm 22. We're all different ages. But it's cool to see like how we're progressing in life and the passions that we have and everything like that. Um, A lot of times I do find myself with younger, not, I don't want to say pause, younger men, but, (laughs) but like, it's cool like i just feel like um it's just wherever i end up like just being with um, people who are cool i like people who are cool and stuff like that so like what are your passions what do you see for yourself setting up um what ducks are you trying to get in a row oh you're asking us all right cool i can, I can yeah. Ask. <laughs> yeah to be fair i haven't really done the podcast before so um i think for me i'm trying to do everything like i'm genuinely trying to do everything i can put my hands on that's why i swear, I started you guys and said, oh, let's start a podcast, isn't it? It was literally, it was so impulsive. Like, I haven't had the thoughts to have a podcast before. It was literally, yo, let's start a podcast. And then obviously, you have a down with it, started it. And it, like, it bangs. And it's like, it was an opportunity to, because obviously, I was in Liverpool, like, away for uni. So we never actually, there was never actually an opportunity to link up. And even if there was, we barely do. But it's like, at the same time, it was literally an opportunity to, like, just talk, have conversation, have banter, all of that stuff. Um, But at the same time, create a platform for other people to have that conversation um which like it seems people have received well literally the other day 
I saw someone on the way back from the gym and they're like they're literally telling me like uh on their way to work when they're working they listen to the podcast and I was like oh mad like that like it's it's obviously a thing that people have received well and I'm just doing it because I'm enjoying it I, I enjoy it it's not like for the views or for the listens like of course it's the platform for people to listen to but I genuinely enjoy it so podcast one thing I start I want to get into like more content creation that's why yeah i want to get into that proper i want to see what that has to me like it's just mad going on tiktok and seeing what people are blown from like i I was saying it earlier like i don't know if you know mark there's this guy on and all he does is literally post and tell people to do push-ups that's like he just did it with an aggressive face and like that's all he does and screams in the distance but he's built such a mad following just off of that and it was just it was just like it's not even like i'm not trying to say it's nonsense or anything it's like it's so interesting what you can do with the app when you actually like when you actually invest in it in the right way because obviously we invest in it a lot of the time people invest in there and it's literally just the only thing they invest is their time and there's no gain from it it's Mm. just an investment of time and then they lose that time and um it can't obviously time can't be gotten back so it's just interesting to see what you can actually fulfill when you actually invest into such things like social media in the right way um so definitely tiktok um uh, instagram's content creation of any sort um obviously uh the opportunity hub thing that you guys know about um quick promo we have a oh no we're not it's not gonna it's gonna be too late (laughs) no it's too late it's too late it's gonna be too late but now yeah opportunity hub um literally just create a platform for people to the base of it is create a platform for people to have access to different opportunities access to different information um making it digestible that kind of thing um that's like the three main things right now like career wise i guess and then it's crazy i didn't even say uni you know how mad that is because uni is just long um oh. i'll be so real it's i feel like the same for all of us uh, you know got to say your piece but it's looking like a, i'm just doing it because like it takes up my time and mm. it's like at the end of it i will get a degree and the degree is good 100 percent. but it's like there isn't really that strong passion that i thought i had for the course mm-hmm. the only thing is that i can do it that's the only thing and like i'm not bad at it i'm actually decent at it that's the only reason i'm continuing with it um i think the um the stigma is that uni when you go into uni you finish uni and the thing you're going to go into straight after uni is something to do with your degree but there's so many people that have there was this guy i was talking to on a call and he was like he said psychology he's now doing finance how does that even work mm-hmm. kind of thing so it's like um, I definitely think it's something that should be broken. I thought it's definitely something I've broken for myself. Like I couldn't care less if I wasn't a software engineer after uni, even if I have, have the degree. Yeah, cool. I have the degree, but I can always use that at a later date, even if it is just that thing that brings me my steady income. Um, but yeah, that's that's really the main thing to me. And obviously self-development, self-improvement, uh, going to the gym as much as I can. Self-development physically and mentally. Um, poetry. That's the recent one, poetry. Mm. Um, poetry, yeah, bro. Poetry is where it's at. It's genuinely where it's at. Like, just write. Like, I I bought a book and everything for for when I write because I feel like phone yeah is cool, but actually writing with a pen feels so much more authentic. Yeah. Um. So that's definitely something I've gotten into and like, I I enjoy it. I don't force it. I think before I used to try force it, but now it's just when I'm when I have the urge to write, I have my book on me, I start writing. If I'm on the bus, I just start writing that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's like the main thing that comes to mind for me, to be honest. And then, like, an entirety, as, as everything is going on, obviously trying to continue to build my relationship with God. Um, I feel like, for me, I've str- I struggled to find what's reading the Bible, because, like, you have your Bible, cool. 
but what do you like where do you go like yeah where do you go so i bought a devotion <clears throat> thing essentially from beginning of january to end of december and um it was from my church so i know my pastor obviously has some input into it and he's like a very good teacher so i was very i wasn't like thrown off buying that to actually use to like you know have a guidance on what to read and what to use to study the word and things like that so that's obviously all going to happen like as all these things are happening as well mm. yeah i think you brought up like four good points i think well the poem breezy definitely made me think when she was mm. 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 i used to be a poet but um yeah 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 so like i feel like you brought up the point with like uni like i feel like a degree is getting like is worth less and less uh the more like you know time goes on like after you get your degree it's okay like it's basically like another high school okay now what are you going to do now are you going to go to law school are you going to medical school are you going to like thing like that and i feel like another thing you talk about is he has a degree in psychology he went to finance a lot of people don't realize like even if you like start off let's say you did like a bank internship that turned into you became a teller for like five years or whatever um and then you was going to college at the same time you'll start off with that psychology degree right out of college and you'll start off like let's say level one at anywhere else or you'll take a long time to find a job but that time you put in as a bank teller or at that bank now you become a bank manager you know what i'm saying so a lot of people don't like really emphasize the internships in a way that um it should be because like um, people do respect like loyalty people do respect the time that you put in whether it's free or whether it's paid or whether it's stipend or anything like that um and so like with the fresh air fund like i'm headed to become a criminal justice lawyer yet um the fresh air fund like um their general counsel is just in like uh you know working with like youth development and um liability like how is that correspond with criminal justice you know what i'm saying um and so nine times out of ten well, the time that I put in at the Fresh Air Fund, I, you know, let's say later down the line, I become a director or become their corporate lawyer. How does that correspond to my degree? So a lot of times I feel like degree nowadays is basically just a statement of saying you had this discipline to complete four years of liberal arts. 100%. How about you, Tamama? I haven't heard you talking about. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, for me, it's, it's a lot more self-development at the moment. For mm. like, for like when when I have a goal, like, around me that I'm going to look for I would rather I'd I'd found a goal in my best state rather than I choose the goal and then I aim to become my best person to do the goal if that makes sense like I'd rather be a person that's good all round than someone who's chosen a goal and just aimed to be the best person to complete that goal per se if that makes sense Mm. like and for me like to be the best person that I can be is just following what what my religion tells me to do i'm following the role models that my religion like like has for example the prophets and stuff like that so yeah for me the main thing at the moment is that and on top of that is just building healthy habits in general so for example making sure that i eat properly um make sure i get the right foods in making sure that i'm like spending less time let's say on my phone or like on a on the, in front of a screen spending more time at the gym and going more often like like small things that that can change a lot in your day but they're still like they're not the biggest changes in the world like they're not changes that that totally just change your life like your whole because like with me it's like i know that 
if I make too much change in uh, if I make too much change at one point, I'm not going to be able to keep consistent with it. So it's one of the ones where I have to slowly like ease stuff into my schedules. For example, going gym like I know that no matter what, I have to be in gym at least four times a week. So I make sure to section that time out and like stuff like that is a bit more. It's stuff that I wouldn't do in the past. Like I feel like in the past I was more an impulsive, quote unquote, impulsive person where I would just wake up in the morning and I'd go like, okay, this is. I would just wait for stuff to come to me before I start doing it, rather than me now proactively thinking now, okay, today's the day. Let's say 24 hours. How much can I get done these 24 hours? And at the end of the day, there's also that that reflection period where you look back on your day, you go like, between this time, what was I doing? Mm. And then like, if the thing, if if between like, if I see throughout my week, uh, there's this there's the same time period where I'm not doing something useful, then I would start like adding something in, or maybe doing more of something that that is good for me, or just adding a new hobby in and trying to like test different things i guess so like for me it's a lot more about self-improvement at the moment um mm. and i also do tutoring and i'll be real with like it's it's a it's it's quite it's going well like i'm getting client like i work for a company but then i'm also getting private clients which is quite nice now as well and it's just interesting like like when you teach you re- you don't only like learn let's say what you're teaching let's say you like you don't only get better at what you're teaching let's say maths or whatever it is but you also like learn how to articulate yourself to different kinds of people and making them understand i feel like that's one of the skills that i feel like in the last year the more i've taught the more i've learned not everyone understands the same way as you but to truly understand something you have to be able to say it in in multiple ways you have to be able to make a seven-year-old understand as best as you make as you as best as you make like a 22 year old understand if that makes sense it's like, it makes sense bro it makes sense yeah you get what i'm talking about isn't it? it's yeah, like because yeah. some let's be real some people out there they're not like let's say i teach maths some people are not maths people you can't just go like this is 2x plus 7 that equals 9 what is x like most guys they were looking and go like like why the hell is there x why is there a letter inside like numbers like sometimes you have to go for the simple route I have two like let's say apples or something and like it's like little little small things like that which I feel like are really beneficial if not in if not right now when I'm teaching but like in a workplace let's say where someone needs to understand something so it's like another thing is like just gaining those skills that I know are not just applicable right now but are applicable in the future or I can see them provide you provide like some sort of use in the future as well I think yeah that that's fine because even though you were just seeing the 2x but this isn't it yeah I put math away like I'm done with math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <laughs> it's like like, yeah. like oh, I tried man. Twitter in it's it's cool, but it's a lot of patience, more patience than I thought I had. Mm-hmm. You definitely got it, and you think like you're going there to teach something, and you teach it one or two ways. But some you walk out of there, you had to probably teach it like six different ways just on one problem alone. Mm-hmm. Out of respect to that, and even with the podcast and everything, like 
um, the reason why I like I feel like I like to dabble in so many things because even if I'm not successful in this or or the clothing line or something like that, whatever knowledge I gain from having that experience, I pass on to someone else who could probably be more successful, who probably didn't get there to the finish line, but passes to somebody else. And I feel like being um, a person of color, like being black in America, um, like just having a diversity of like talents, uh, uh, like like diversifying your portfolio and what you're good at is important because you pass it around to the community and, and those around you. Um, it's basically what these white people do all the time. Um, it's like, you know, they, let's say they have a business or whatever, like, you know, a lot of places here, they pride themselves on how long business has been open, like since 1984, whatever, they pass it down, they pass down those skills. And a lot of things we don't do is pass down skills, pass down talents, pass down knowledge to each other. Um, and we spend it on doing nonsense. Like we probably spend, um, more time and money on like clothing and materialistic things that we do on like advice and experience to each other. So definitely props to y'all for you know what y'all started to hear and i'm glad that i had a little portion of it um and i'm learning i learned a lot too like my, what do you say microsoft teams like microsoft teams teams not gonna be no zoom night this stuff works you know yeah. snaps but what about you sounds like, like sounds like a sponsor <laughs> oh what you uh, say sounds like a sponsor oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what's it called yeah, in terms of myself, I'd say something I've realized is that if you are a creative type of person, someone who likes to do multiple things, then you can't really have university as part of the lifestyle. And what I mean by that is that uni takes up a lot of time. It's something that really, it takes up a lot of time. And the schedule is, is not in your hands, it's in the university's hands. So if you want to do other things, you suddenly find yourself not having enough time to do to to do those things and you suddenly drop them so for example for myself i enjoy creative writing so i used to write some poetry um at one point i wanted to write a book um i wanted to be a content creator as well but as i started doing it i was like yeah i just don't have the time to do these things and they kind of just fell away but they're still at the back of my mind so the decision I have to make now is that is either I'm going to do those things or I'm just going to continue with uni. So that's one decision I have. And um, for me, the most important thing is just my spirituality. Um, even more so now, because I think my spirituality, my religion is is just the only way, the only proper way of life. So I need to put that at the forefront of everything and put complete faith in, in God. In terms of working, I'd say, I've been teaching since I was like 13, so I've been doing tutoring since I was 13. And one thing I've realized is that your like networking is like the biggest thing. If you want a job, if you want to learn how to do something, networking is the way you're going to get that job. Because I have never, when I say I've never applied for any job in my life. I've never applied for a job, but I've been tutoring since I was 13 because my mom knew someone. Now my mom knows someone else. And she might be able to get me into a job. So it's just like what Mark was saying, like the community you have is so important because you have to be passing on the skills like to people that you know, and then they can help them grow and they can help them flourish. And just like if you have if you have that community, then use it. Like, if you have that network, then you have to use that network. You don't have to make things harder for yourself. You don't have to finish university and then go apply for a job that you're probably not going to get. 
because it's so hard to get a job now. If you have a friend, and even if, if it's something that you're not interested in, like I'm not necessarily interested in all the jobs in the world. But if I have an opportunity, if someone gives me an opportunity, it's like, yeah, I'm going to take the opportunity. I want to get that work experience because it's it's new skills for me. And new skills are always a good thing. So, yeah, because of the network I have, like I know a lot of adults who do different things. So when I wanted to become an, archi- an architect when I was in year 11, I had a friend who was an architect and he took me to the place he works and showed me around, showed me how things work there. And that's that's an experience that not everyone gets because they don't know these people. So you have to make the most out of your own personal network, your own personal experiences. And if you don't have that network, try try your best to like to form some sort of network. And the thing, if you don't have a network, your parents probably do have a network. Someone has a network. So you have to just just take advantage of the things that you have because not everyone has it. So that's me, man. No, that's that's actually a, a, a mad point you made. That network thing is, is so big. Like I, I was thinking about it right now after you said it. I think all of the jobs I've had, tutoring, all of them, I don't think I've actually applied for them. It's literally just a matter of conversation and knowing the people that I know. Oh, and it's, it's like... You don't have in, CVs, do you? Huh? I don't have a CV. I don't have a CV. <laughs> I don't have a CV, bro. <laughs> it's so mad what your network can do for you. It's actually crazy. But no, 100%, your network really is your net worth. Like, investing in your network, 100%, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's like, there was, there was a time when I was walking home from the gym with my older brother. This is like 8 a.m. in the morning. And I saw the lady that hired me for the tutoring job when I was like 13. We've known her for a while. She's a family friend. And she just told me that she has another job for me. Mm. but the thing where um at the time she told me that it was a part-time job so i would be able to do that in uni but then she told me that it was actually a full-time job but i was just thinking it was like it's a, it's a full-time job where i get to decide how much i'm paid because i can i can work as like a private contractor type of thing mm. like I, I, I could have done that and then i'd be in a really good position compared to if i just stay at uni and keep on doing that it's like everyone gets these opportunities so <clears throat> just have to make the most out of them you know how we've, we've spoken about the network thing over here like is that the same over in america like is it is it hard to build a network is it easy like yeah i'm just i'm just intrigued on that um i think it's kind of i think for me it's been easy i know a lot of people are afraid of sticking their heads where they kind of don't belong like so like so like for example i had it's kind of it's easy if you're like a people person if you're willing to kind of go out of your way i know like there's multiple chances where i got to network with like uh people like the big banks over here but i chose not to go because i'm like (sighs) i'm kind of afraid of having to put on i'm not afraid of having to wear like a suit or anything like that but just to at sometimes i don't want to be in that kind of space you know but if you're somebody who's like yo i need to network or i love networking then it's really it's really easy because you can find events where like people are always at like there's always an event going on a professional event or something like that but in terms of like the the problem over here is like you have people who kind of like rely on their skill to kind of get them uh a certain like distance like for me um way i kind of see myself how i got my full ride scholarship for for uni 
is because I had a friend who who he said yeah, there was a mentor that came to him. I mean, a uh, admissions officer that came to him, and he networked with him at the. At, it was like a dinner or something like that. He networked with him, and then instead of having leaving it there, he told the dude like, "Hey, don't just you know open this opportunity to me to get into this college that provides scholarships and stuff like that. Bring some type of program to my high school." So the dude said, "Yo, I found that very admirable." Um, so he brought the program to the high school and that's where i went and so me and him are like really close um so when i went to the mentorship you know just talking networking and, and kind of like saying what i need to say presenting my best self to those in that mentorship um allowed me to shine a little bit um and so like when he invited us to an open house at the at the college so we went to the college um there's a bunch of kids there from all over like the city like from the bronx from queens from brooklyn from manhattan like who are competing for this scholarship um and and it was intimidating but um because i hanged around that friend who knew that missions officer that mission officer got to know me and gave me the tips on like tips and tricks what to do and stuff like that but because a uh, part of me was like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to seem like I'm leeching off of him or anything like that. But that's the crowd I need to be at. You know, I need to be with him. I need to roll with him. I can't just be like by myself or doing my own thing because opportunities will fly. So if you're someone who's like like here, like uh, a lot of my friends who were in the mentorship program left it at that. They did the mentorship and then they applied to the school. Some of them got it. Some of them did not but for me, it was like, I need to go all the way with this. Like, I need to follow through. If you're somebody who follows through, if you're somebody who's not afraid to to go in crowds that are not like with your best friends or with your like, you know, your comfort zone, um, who's willing to go out to these events and do stuff like that, it's it's fairly easy. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who wants to wait for things to come to you or like skill or like, well, I know I'm a great person, so the great things should come to me, then a lot of times those opportunities will fly by you. Um, so, yeah. I hear you, bro. I hear you, man. This, um, is, this is wisdom. What nah, you're hearing right now is wisdom. Bro, it's spitting. <laughs> it's like spitting with a capital T, bro. Yeah, that was bad. Um, but no, I 100% appreciate that one, bro. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll end off with um, uh, two, two and a half questions, basically. Uh, one of them is it's half a question. I'll talk, you'll get, you'll get away. Um, what's the, the first one is um. Mark, you got a time machine and you're able to go back to your 10-year-old self. What's something that you tell your 10-year-old self? You're muted. Oh, I said, um, my alarm key is going off. Try to turn this thing off. Turn off all alarms. Um, yeah, I would tell myself, the- Bro commanded its phone. Huh? <laughs> you commanded your phone. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I just talk, yeah, I just talked to it. Yeah, go, go. Um, yeah, I would tell myself, these girls are the same. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, I feel like Dave, y'all from the across the pond, but they listen to the same music as us. So maybe you got that joke or maybe you didn't. But um Nah, we know yeah, that song, don't worry. Yeah. Oh, you know that song? Yeah, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what I would tell myself. I would tell myself Yo, take school, like, talent runs out. I, I think I said this to my kids, like, um, who were kind of growing up, uh, who were in my squad, they're like 15, 13 and 15. Like, your yo. Kids, that, your kids at camp, your kids at camp. Yeah, kids at camp. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. have kids. I know the kids. Like, talent runs dry. Like, 
like to a certain point like I know like high school with grades and stuff like I, I didn't have to study but then when I got to college it was like damn I need to study because like the skill was like digressing uh, the talent that I had for like math and stuff like I, I took the same math class in college reason why I had to retake it because I didn't pay for the credit that I took it in high school I didn't want to pay $50 or $75 for a credit when I'm like I could do it for free at uni um and so when I retook the class, I'm like, oh, I don't have to study another. I knew all this from from high school. So like and I had a 98 or like I had a 92, like 93 cumulative average, but I had a 98 in that class. So what is there to study? Um, first test, I got an 84. And I was like, that was proof to me. Yo, you didn't study and you did great. Second test, I got a 66. And I was like, damn, like I can't pass this class if I don't get an 80 and above on the next test. I failed the class. But it's like, damn, like, and I really sat to myself, like, how? How did I, how did I fail when, I mean, I got a D, but when you get a D, it pulls your grade average down. So my advice that I got was take the F, retake it, and the A will replace it, which is what I did. Um, but I really sat there with myself, like, even after break, after, you know, uni ended and stuff, like, I came home with my family. It was just like, it bothered me, like, yo, how did I fail this class? I did so good in high school, like. I'm like it just it was hard for me to kind of come to terms with myself that the talent that I had in high school and stuff before is like I'm in a whole different league now so now it becomes less about how talented you are how gifted you are more about what's how how good are your skills how good are your study skills how good are your like uh time management skills because on that test you get like an hour or something like that you gotta get out I'm always the like almost the first one in but the last one out i don't care if i finish the test with in 30 minutes and it's a two-hour test i'm gonna use that whole two hours um because something's gonna come to me something's gonna click or something like that um but that's what i would tell myself yo talent runs dry it just starts becoming more about skills than gifts um, especially if you don't work on it so very true very true <laughs> oh, i love that one that's a really good one very true man